Hey, you ever been to Chancellor Park? That's where I live. My name is Tavin Dillard, and I live in a trailer park called Chancellor Park, and I mow lawns. I'd like to introduce you to my town. I've been making YouTube's videos since about 2006, and then I've transitioned over to other platforms like the TikToks and the whatnot. But here on this podcast, I'd like to clue you into what's going on with me here lately. And this is like a pre-introduction. Now I'm going to send it off to myself for the real introduction. I'm glad you joined me. Bink, bink. Welcome to the Tavin Dillard Podcast, y'all guys. This is Season 4's Episode 5. My name, Tavin Dillard. I live in Chancellor Park. I mow them lawns. And this right here is my podcast. Best I can tell, it's like a radio show. Like you hear it with your ears. And now you listening. And I sure appreciate that. There's been some new folks that come along here recently that found my channel, either the Instagrams or the podcast or the whatnot. And I just want to say welcome. If you're new here, welcome to Chancellor Park. Uh, there's all ways to get involved here. And we've got a lot going on. You may have heard that before. Like, uh, sure, Tabin, you said that last week. Well, there was. But now there's new lots going on. And I want to talk about that in here in a minute. But I want to say, if you are new, uh, feel free to go back and catch up. Uh, we got four other episodes of this season that already happened, and uh, we'll be here waiting on you. But where do I begin? If I'm going to start out and say, hey, boy, there's a lot going on, and now you just kind of tap in your foot and say, okay, prove it, Tavin. I mean, you said that, but that don't mean there's a lot going on, but there could be. We don't think you're a liar or nothing like that, but you still got to follow through with some evidence or some reasons of why you say there's a lot going on. So <clears throat> let me look at it this way. I'm really trying to think, honestly, y'all guys right now, off the top of my head, where to begin. It's not what I got to talk about. It's what's the order. What's the order? What am I going to talk about? I mean, there's a lot going on. I guess we'll start with bacon. You know about that? Oh, yeah. I ain't kidding you. Bacon, bacon, bacon. Now, last week, if you listened to last week's episode, I said, hey, this Friday's, which now was last Friday's, I said, I got a special announcement about bacon. Y'all remember that? Now, if you were on the interwebs this week, you probably seen me talking about uh, making that special announcement. What is that special announcement, Tavin? I missed it. I don't go on the interwebs. I only listen to podcasts. Okay, well, here's the deal. I teamed up with Boise Bacon, or Bacon Boise. That's a restaurant up in Boise, Idaho. Bacon Boise. And uh, we got a Tavin's bag of bacon with more bacon. And, boy, they got that in my face. is right there on that bag. Uh, you could tear it open at the top. And right where you tear it, you know how you tear them bags open? And then they got them little things where if you ain't going to eat the whole bag in one sitting, which is hard not to do, I'll tell you that right now, but you can seal it back. And then right there by that little tear thing, it says bank, bank, and it kind of points uh, where, where, to, where to tear that bacon bag open. So it's great. I mean, I, I, I like the bacon. I mean, they doing it right in Boise. Uh, and uh, you can get it anyways. You can eat that. It's great flavor, great snacking. Tavin's bag of bacon. I'm so excited about it. How excited are you, Tavin? Well, this Friday's, if you're listening to this when this came out on Tuesdays, this Friday's, September 2nd, uh, I'm going to be in Boise, Idaho, doing a show, a live comedy show at Bacon Boise at the restaurant. And we're going to be kicking off. Uh, it's National Bacon Day on Saturday, September 3rd. So Friday night, this Friday night, September 2nd, I'm going to be up there. Uh, and I'll put a link in the show notes today to the tickets uh, for that event. If you're going to be in Idaho or you can get to Idaho's, uh, I'm going to be there this Friday night. And we're going to be talking bacon and all kind of things I got to talk about. And obviously, the bacon's, bags of bacon going to be there because that's where they make them. 
there at the, at the restaurant place, you know, there in Boise. So that is probably one of the most exciting things going on in my life right now. Now, here's a little peekaboo. Uh, now, the day this is coming out on Tuesday, uh, there, it may not be available yet, but here pretty soon. I'm just going to let y'all in on it. I figured out a way to wear your watermelon helmet year-round, where you can be wearing that thing to for Halloweens. You can wear it to Thanksgiving dinner. You can wear it to Christmas. You can wear it to ribbon cuttings. You can wear it to t-ball games. You can wear it anywhere you need to go. Uh, how can I do that when the watermelons ain't in season and summertime's over, Tavin? How about a watermelon helmet t-shirt? Hey, you don't even have to keep that thing in the freezer. I mean, you could if you want to, but um, that's just not usually where I keep my T-shirts. So that uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, those two things going on. What else in the link in my bio? There? And, uh, not the link in the bio. That's what you do in the videos. and the podcast, it's called the show notes. Uh, the other thing in the show notes, uh, you'll see where to text me at, 501-322-6249. I'm getting feedback about videos and the podcast from y'all there, and that, that helps me. Uh, you can also, on, on iTunes, the Apple Podcast, if you listen there, you can leave a rating and a comment. That helps me know. Know, uh, how things are going, what people are thinking, uh, wherever else you listen, if you can leave a comment, do that. Not all the platforms let you, I don't guess. And the other way is folks just text me. Hey, hey, I like I like what's going on or whatever the feedback feedback may be. And then uh, you can also email me, tabandillard at gmail.com for business inquiries and whatnot. So that's all going to be in the show notes because if you're driving in your car, you don't need to take out your pencil and the glove box and a pad of paper and get to that right now. But I do hope to see folks in Boise this uh, Friday, if you can make it. And that's how that go. Now, I mentioned last week that in two weeks, uh, there's going to be a very special county fair episode. Well, it's been a week. So now in one week, there's going to be a very special county fair episode. What's so very special about it, Tavin? Well, there's a lot to say about the county fair, y'all guys. So it's going to be longer. And I hope y'all can join me next week for that. Uh, but but it, there's just a lot to cover in one county. I mean, come on. I don't think I have to tell you, but I'll say it anyway in case there's somebody out there that needs to know. There's a lot to talk about when it comes to the county fair. But anyway, how's your week going, y'all guys? Well, I know you're busy, and I know you got a lot going on, so let's get into this. There's probably 10, 12 podcasts in the world, so the fact you're listening to this one, I appreciate it. I kind of sound like an airline. We know you got a choice when you fly, so thank you. I mean, I mean it though, y'all guys. I ain't just saying it just to say it. Thanks for listening to this right here. This is, you know, the Tab and Dillard podcast. So, what we got to talk about today, you wonder. Well, I would like to tell you about my first trip to Donut Goals this week here in a little bit and how Team Burger Shed did in this past week's game against the Granite Bandits. That's Cody Mantell's uncle's company. They do like granite countertops and that kind of thing. That's Whitney's daddy. That's who J.T. Whitlow's dating now is Whitney. Anyways, Whitney's daddy or Cody's uncle, however you want to look at it because they're the same person, he don't play on the team. He just owned the company and sponsors the team. So that's how that go. But first, I got a couple updates for you. One, I want to let y'all know how Meemaw's trip to Gatlinburg went with Tabby Jean Tipton and Claudia. But first, and this is where we begin today, I want to tell you, how it's going with my truck. Now, I say mine like I got it. It's the one I want. I ain't got it. 
Y'all know I've been saving up for a reasonably priced 93 Ford Ranger or something in that range. Well, I had a couple unexpected expenses lately. One is my swamp cooler that Donnie Wayne Chambliss fixed a week ago. I mean, it took some work, and Donnie Wayne, he do a good job, and sometimes you can trade a little bit, you know, if you work with somebody, because, you know, his repair shed, it sit on that property out on the lake about 100 yards from the bait and tackle that Rand's Farnhart runs. So Donnie Wayne don't own that land or nothing. reason I say that is because I can't say, Hey, Donna Wayne, how about I mow that property where you're working out there on that sh by that shed and cut off a little on that price of the swamp cooler? Donnie Wayne don't own that property. He ain't responsible for that, and that just ain't a deal he can make. So he did do what he could, but the bottom line, that expense cut into my truck saving fund. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all guys about that 93 Ranger I got my eye on. Is that uh, I had to give a little, I had to take a little money out that fund. Uh, I'm saying for that truck uh, to pay for that swamp cooler, so I can be uh, cooled off in my trailer. At the end of the day, which leads me to Meemaw's trip to Gatlinburg, which also cut into my truck fund. How in the world, Tabin? Well, how about I just tell you how? Meemaw and her friends, they all got cars. Tabby Jean got a Buick. Claudia's driving some sort of Chevy Cavalier, and they didn't want to take that. Apparently, it smells like bad breath and turnips, and some folks may think that's the same thing. Claudia can't figure out what's making that smell. Meemaw told her. She said, look under the seats, Claudia, but Claudia, she afraid to. She don't want to look under it. She's tried all that other stuff, you know, like them air sprays and then them little bent deodorants kind of thing. I mean, she ain't got a full detailed job or shampoo or nothing like that on that car because how much money you want to pour into a Cavalier, I guess is what she's looking at. I don't know. And I guess she finds just driving around town in a car that smells like bad breath and turnips instead of looking under the seats. But Meemaw and Tabby Jean ain't fine with that. They weren't about to go to Gatlinburg in that little stink mobile. So that means either Tabby Jean is driving or Meemaw. Well, Tabby Jean's daughter, Christy Kate, you might remember her. She's the one who got, she was with Tabby Jean when uh, Tabby Jean got her pantyhose caught in the escalator at the mall. And Christy Kate had to gnaw through that loose pantyhose to get Tabby Jean loose before she got pulled under into that escalator. That's in Season 2, Episode 6 of the Tab and Diller Podcast, if you need the details of that story. But anyways, Christy Kate needed to borrow Tabby Jean's car to drop her daughter off at turkey camp this past week. Now, I don't know if they learn about turkeys, if they hunting turkeys, if they dressing like turkeys. I just know that Christy Kate borrowed Tabby Jean's car, which leaves them with my Meemaw's 1991 Buick Regal. She don't let nobody drive it. That's probably why it lasted this long. My brother Brett would have wrecked it for sure. Now I get to drive it if I'm taking Meemaw somewhere. But she got to be in the car with me kind of thing. McDonald's, water aerobics class, early bird gets the perm. But that's about it. And don't hear me saying that Meemaw got this car brand new in 1991 and she's kept it up so well. That ain't what I'm saying. She got this car in 2008. And when Meemaw traded Chet Dilroy's daughter two car seats for babies, some canned peaches, and $300 uh, to Meemaw for that car. So Meemaw ended up with the Buick Regal and... Uh, Chet's daughter ended up with everything else. <clears throat> My Meemaw, she can make a deal. Now, Chet's daughter, she lives in Chancellor Park, and you may know her kiddo, Candy Delroy. That's Chet's grandbaby. She caught a full-grown crow before. More than once, actually. But anyways, that's a story for a different day, and maybe a story you done heard me tell before. So, Meemaw is going to drive to Gatlinburg, but a couple days before, her air went out in that Buick Regal, and she needed some help with it. Well... I can't let my Meemaw and her friends drive all the way there with no air. And truth be told, Meemaw ain't going to drive all the way there without no air. She, she just ain't going to do it like that way. So I was able to take that car in, pay a little bit of money, and it was blowing Arctic cold, buddy. And the Regal Steady floats like a boat on that highway. 
Them gals was riding in style, and it didn't smell like bad breath and turnips neither. So all that to say, my truck fund got depleted, what I would call considerably. I mean, so bad. But Mima and them got to Gatlinburg, and, and how'd that trip go, Tavin? That's what you wonder. Well, I only got the details I got kind of thing. I wasn't on this trip. Mima ain't a big picture taker and don't really want to take the time to hear every detail. I didn't want to sit down with her and hear, you know, note by note, minute by minute, you know, daytime in Gatlinburg. So maybe a little bit that's on me. But somehow Mima got an upgrade on their hotel room. So they wanted them, you know, that way one of them didn't have to sleep on one of them pull-out cots. You know how you pull out a cot? You pull it out, it's like a cot. It is a cot. It ain't like a cot. It's like a, it's like a bed, but it's a cot. And they pull that out, and then somebody posts to sleep on that. Well, I guess you get to an age where a cot just ain't going to work. And the older you get, the more you can get away with. If Meemaw was 25 years old and said, hey, we got two beds in a cot. We need three beds. They might say, well, that's another room, which will be $85 more, plus a cleaning fee for the room you already set your suitcases down in, and all of that kind of thing, and so forth and whatnot. Well, they got that room with no extra cost. They ate and ate and ate. And Meemaw brought back a slingshot that says, Gatlinburg is a sure shot on it. Meemaw likes weapons. That's all there is to it. You don't want to cross her. She got a water gun rifle to, uh, where if you outside the trailer park, if you in the trailer park, you're inside the trailer park, but you outside your trailer, put it that way. And she's on the porch, you're going to get wet. You ain't safe. She got a couple real guns too. She used to do some hunting, but now it's just to protect her against whoever she needs protecting from is the way she put it. Well, now... She got a slingshot, and she'd be, she been collecting them little rocks and them stones, and they they in a pile on her front porch. I, maybe you can see them, that little pile of stones and rocks on her front porch in your mind's eye. She even got a broken Coke bottle. I said, Meemaw, you shooting pieces of broken glass out there? She's like, if I need to. I said, well, don't hit me with none of that. It's dangerous. And she said, well, don't get out of line. So that's where we at. She's so proud of that slingshot. And all them gals had a good time. Meemaw didn't have to pay for no gas because she drove, right? Saved everybody the pain of going in Claudia's Cavalier. And I said, Meemaw, did you collect any money to pay for that air conditioner? You know, from like your friends because y'all get to enjoy it and had a nice trip out there. And she said, you already paid for it, Tavin. That was your gift to me. <sighs> Fine, Meemaw. I was just checking in case something changed, you know, kind of thing. But they all got back. Tabby Jane's car needs a realignment now. Turns out that turkey camp was really off the beaten path. Well, <clears throat> how did I pass the time this week, you probably wonder. Good to know about Meemaw Tabby, but what else? Well, besides working harder than a squirrel trying to get into a green walnut, I was made a trip down to Donut Goals, like I said earlier. Uh, you heard about that. That's Shane and Cheryl Grubb's new place. Same donut store, new name, and some new donuts. You know, my hope was that they wouldn't mess with them recipes that already work. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of thing. And they ain't, but they are spearminting with new flavors. They tried a blueberry flittler down there. They working on a peach frittler. But I just wanted a midday donut, and everybody knows a frittler is a full meal. I mean, you can make it last all day like a snack. But I prefer to eat a frittler all at once. And then go down to the city pool and cannonball. It's best to cannonball on full stomach. And it's harder to get more full than a belly full of frittler. That's about as, hot, as heavy as you can get. So that's how that go. Well, I was down at Donut Goals, and they ain't got a logo yet. Well, I say that, but well, stay with me. So I offer to you, you know, I, well, to everybody, but I mean, you know, I'm, I'm offering it to Cheryl because she's the one that owns the store. I said, hey, I'll draw something up. I've been known to get a little arty. 
So here I am with a new assignment. I will tell you that Gracie and Delandra, them sisters that run Early Bird Gets the Perm, they happy with the design I did for them. Uh, them Early Bird Gets the Perm, you probably seen them. I got the shirts. Uh, folks have been buying them. We got the stickers. So you know, that speak well for me. And Cheryl Grubbs has one of them Early Bird shirts. I seen her wearing it. So it tell me she might be willing for me to do something for them. And then what really told me she'd be willing for me to do something for them was when she walked up to me this week at the table where I was and Donut goes and, and said, I'd be willing for you to do something for us, for like a t-shirt or a logo or something. Well, I took about it a glaze twist. It was just a standard glaze twist, twisted glaze, traditional glaze. It's twisted, you know, simple recipe. Cheryl ain't messed with it. And I took a bite, and she asked me a question, and so I just kind of moved that bite to my cheek like a ground squirrel with an acorn and said, yeah, I can work something up for you, Cheryl. And she said, I can pay you in donuts. <clears throat> you know, I had a dream one time that folks paid each other in donuts. It was my dream. And I don't say nightmare because it was not scary. And I told her that'd be fine in real life. I said, it's money I would have spent on donuts anyway. So to me, that's a win-win. Now, I don't know how many free ones I get, but uh, we'll figure it out. Her husband, Shane, came into the shop as I was leaving. He's really into metal detecting. So he was out there hunting treasures in the morning, I guess. But I told him the real treasures are in that display case right there. And I pointed to them donuts like Attaway. And that's how that went. So I have to say, things are going even better than expected since Donut Goals has opened. Like, they ain't messing up the flavors or taste, at least yet. And they're giving me free donuts for some artwork. Which I got to the artwork pretty quick, y'all guys. In fact... A uh, little peekaboo on Instagrams this past weekend. I posted uh, what I put together. Uh, Cheryl liked it enough to already put like a, the logo on a wall. It ain't on t-shirts or stickers or nothing like that. It's just a logo on a wall. But what I did, a little different, okay? I'm a little arty. I told you, I took a standard piece of cardboard flat from a box, okay? Sharpie marker. You know about them, the big black markers? <coughs> Boy, I'm getting excited about this. And then... Uh, I, I used mostly words that I draw it out. You know how you draw it out a word, like you write it, like, oh, I know the letter D, you know, because that's what donuts start with. But then some of the letters, instead of drawing them out, I used donuts. You know, if there was an O, which there is an O in donut goals, there's two O's, and I used a standard glaze twist for the L in goals, and I put it together like that way. So it was more like kind of half drawed, half you know, live art, and then you take a picture of it, and then that's the logo. So maybe some of y'all saw that this weekend, but uh, we'll see. Uh, Cheryl pretty happy with it. Uh, anyway, so I'm just saying, things are going pretty good with Donut Goes. I mean, not only the donut's good, but now they're asking me to help them, you know, with the look of it. And I ain't I ain't mad at that, but they ain't messing up flavors, know that everything's tasting right. They're giving me free donuts now for that artwork. Of course, everybody knows donuts give you the strength you need to really put a hurting on a softball field. And if you told me that donuts could and would be a distraction at our game this week, I would have been very surprised that uh, that, that could be even a possibility. Truly. I'd say, no, there ain't no way. Uh, donuts give you strength to win. They don't distract nobody. Well, you might already know that Team Burger Shed ain't having a bad season. We 7-2-2, two and two, and that 7 stands for how many wins we won. I guess times we won, because if you win, then you did one, and you don't have to say that part. You just, how many wins? And them other numbers for lost and ties, and that puts us at two each on, on each of them. You know, we've done that twice. So the Granite Bandits are coming to town, you say, Tavin. Well, they are in town, because we all live in the same town. And Whitney was there. That's J.T. Whitlow's girlfriend. And she's been known to bring an air horn to the games. Well, tonight, it was Team Burger Shed. That's where I play against her daddy's team. And I guess Whitney ain't got no loyalty to that team. I mean, her daddy's 
sponsors the team, but like I said before, he ain't playing on that team. Well, Clute Harwell, he is on day team. He ran for city council once upon a time. He's a real talker, but he ain't like an elite athlete or nothing like that. Well, Clute bring two boxes of donuts for day team. They got them pink boxes opened up in the dugout. Myron Curtis smelled them before he seen them. Like a coon dog, perked up, sniffed, turned his head and said, they got donuts? No big old question, you know, Myron asking. Then it turned from a question to exclamation. They got donuts, you know, kind of thing. Rusty turned, Rusty Tidwell, you know, and he looked at them donuts across the way and he looked back at Myron. He goes, they ain't for you, Myron. Because he could tell, you know, like Myron licking his lips and, you know, kind of leaning toward other people's dugouts. Like he about to go over there and help himself to them donuts that they brought for them team, their team, whatever. And so that's what dude, Myron looks. He rubs his belly and he says, I ain't had supper yet. They can't eat all them donuts. So he's steady, seriously thinking about this, y'all guys. Like Myron looking at the donuts before the game in the other team dugout, and he like, maybe we can make this work. I, like, that's what he's thinking, I guess. I mean, we just about to start a game, and everybody know it don't take long to eat a regular donut. And if you Myron Curtis, you can cut that time in half. So Myron kind of waved to the Granite Bandits, who don't wave back. Both hands on his belly now. He's kind of like leaning back, like he, he got over there real fast, full anticipation, but then he got close. So he shuffled over there from our dugout. Now he's standing there with his hands on his belly, like, like kind of like in his head. I didn't think this through because I thought they'd invite me in, or I don't know what he's thinking. He gets close and, you know, ain't got no permission to be there near them donuts like that away. So he kindly got throttled back a little bit and then he asked a question, <clears throat> you know, like this way, you know, he gets his composure. He's like, uh, Y'all boys got donuts? You know, and then he kind of tapped his belly with both hands, tap, tap. I mean, there ain't nothing subtle about that, what he's after. I ain't even trying to say Myron is trying to be subtle. I don't even know if he know what that word mean. Well, they don't answer, but Myron don't care none. He just say, chocolate glaze sure would hit the spot, and he kind of start moving into the dugout. Well, them boys move toward the dugout entrance. Hey, what are you doing? Them ain't for you. And Myron's like, I didn't say they was. I was just back up. One of them old boys pushes Myron in the chest. Well, now Myron didn't need to go donut hunting in the opposing team's dugout right when the game's about to start. But we still ain't going to let him get pushed around over there. So Rusty Tidwell was over there like a bolt of lightning. And he moved Myron away from the entrance to that dugout. And then he kind of stepped in the doorway just steady looking at every single feller on that team. Just staring him down. He ain't blinking or nothing, so there ain't no bank bank going on with Rusty. He's steady, eyes open, just like, what's, what's going to happen next? Now, Rusty don't spend too many words on a regular day anyway, and he pretty mellow fella, but don't cross him. And he just steady staring nine old boys down when one of them says, we going to play or are we going to stare? Rusty locked in on that fella. He goes, that's up to y'all, but I'll tell you one thing, we ain't going to do, you ain't going to be pushing our team. I mean, that's how that, so this, you can see how this is going, right? They stare back at Rusty, and Rusty nod at them. Myron is standing behind him like a puppy that just got saved from some full-grown neighborhood cats, you know? like a, You know how, like a little dog? And then them cats come up, and they're like, we a cat, but we don't care. We get you, you know? And he's standing back behind Rusty, and we all standing over there by now ready to see what was going to go down next. Then Clute Harwell, he had an idea that he obviously did not run by his team. He said, if there's any donuts left at the end of the game and y'all win, you can have a donut, Myron. Well, the Granite Bandits turned their heads to Clute because they wasn't trying to make no donut deal. But the offer was out there now, and Myron seemed to like that. He just yelled, deal! Well, it's game time. And think about Myron playing. Him, him playing well, like doing a good job on the field, is that uh, he didn't. Firstly, he didn't have no supper, so he's hungry. And B, 
that time, that deal that Kloop folded out there got in Myron's head, and he had a hard time focusing. He put too much pressure on himself to play good like Attaway, you know, just overthinking everything out there on that field. Now, you may be thinking, don't his girlfriend, Mary Beth Tucker, work at the concession stand? Why don't he just go over there and get something to eat, you know, if he's hungry? Well, we don't let Myron leave for food once the game starts. Too many things could go wrong. He's a full-grown man, and he could have a snack in his little duffel bag that he straps to his moped if he wanted to, but he didn't bring nothing, so all that's on him. That's the way we're looking at it. We're here to play softball, Myron. Play some softball. I bring the snacks, but Myron, he don't always do that. Well, thanks to Dingers from Donnie Wayne Chambliss, Ricky Don Pearson, Rusty Tidwell, and Mort Dwydell, I got two soft singles, one to left field, one to center field. We were able to muscle out a win without Myron's help tonight. He actually walked, and he tripped on the way to first base, looking over his shoulder at a dugout to see that donut box. So rebarrison, Myron. So rebarrison. Final score, 13-8. to Team Burger Shed, we ate 2-2. Two and two. Myron hustled over to the dugout for that donut after the game. He was starving, he said. Well, the deal was if we won, which we did, and if there was any left, there was not. All the kiddos whose daddies are on that team was running around with them leftovers, and there wasn't a one of them left. So Myron's shoulders hung low, and he's walking over to the concession stand so sad. You'd think he was the one who lost 13-8 to 8 by looking at it, but, but he wasn't. Mary Beth brought cinnamon rolls, apparently her own recipe. You know, last week it was a hot butter dinner roll, softer than a baby angel's leg. Now she's she doing her own cinnamon rolls. And she says it's sweet as a housebroken clopper spaniel smile. And I thought, I guess that's pretty sweet. I ain't, I ain't spend a, a lot of time around a clopper spaniel. But anyways, it didn't really paint a good picture for me, but she sold out of them things. Myron didn't get one, talking about adding insult to, not, to, to hangery. <clears throat> but we won. Myron didn't care none. His tummy was a-rumbling. So he went down to Bickham's on his moped. That's the all-you-can-eat catfish buffet. And he drowned his sorrows in hush puppies and tartar sauce. Team Burger Shed, y'all guys. We full steam ahead. And that's how that goes. I mean, we had a good week at the fields. <coughs> I'm sorry, I'm just coughing. so excited. I need to bring a Dr. Pepper when I start getting on these podcasts. So I can kind of wet the whistle a little bit and I ain't coughing in y'all's ears because I know you listening to this because it's a podcast, so it's for your ears. It ain't it ain't a, a show where the video is, uh, but I do the videos, which you may have seen before too. But that ain't what I'm talking about now. I'm saying we steady peekabooing at them playoffs and next week, County Fair. I'm going to have a very special County Fair episode. Please uh, mark your calendars. Take out the pen and pad, get the pencil, and, and, and write it, in, draw it in there. Uh, so you know, uh, next Tuesday we got a big county fair episode coming up. I'm excited for it. But before next next week, before that episode, I'm gonna be in Boise, Idaho, this Friday at Bacon Boise. Uh, you can see in the show notes uh, all the details of that show. I hope you can join me there to celebrate National Bacon Day, which is actually Saturday, but the show's Fridays nights. And if you can't. Uh, I'll put a link for the Tabin's Bag of Bacons. You can pick that up uh, on the interweb, and it'll it'll just go to your house. If you can't go to the place where they're making it, uh, they can send you a bag uh, kind of thing. So that's how that's going. Check the show notes today for the show, uh, for the bacon, to text me, to email me, 
all that kind of thing. And and I'll put a, I'll put a, a little link for the merch. Uh, if the Watermelon Helmet shirt is ready, it's going to be there. If it's not, you'll see the Tabin Dillard podcast shirt that came out recently. And of course, Early Bird Gets the Perm, my No Pro Fishing shirt, Burger Shed, uh, Bud's Burger Shed shirts, all them kind of things down there along with the hats. But it's a hoot. I just want to thank y'all guys for joining me here today on the Tabin Dillard podcast. Thanks for leaving me them comments, shooting me them texts, shooting me them emails. Some folks have been sending me in questions because at the end of every season, now the, the season run 15 episodes, so we are in episode 5, so it's going to be a minute before we get to this season's end. Uh, but at the end, I do a QA, and a questions and answers. Now, some folks have been sending them in. I would say wait till the end of the season just because I could get that, that question could get lost you know, between now and the end of this podcast season. I try to remember and try to keep track of it, but it don't always happen. So if you got a question for the Q&A, I'd hold on to that a little longer uh, or or just remember to resend it again later when I start asking for it at the end of the season because right now, though, we we in the middle of this one, but we do that too. So I kind of use all this stuff to help promote the podcast and what y'all say, you know, because uh, y'all, people going to believe you before they believe me. You know, anybody's going to say their own podcast should be listened to. But if y'all say it, it just go farther. And uh, that's how that goes. So thank y'all for doing that. Again, check in the show notes for all the fun stuff and holler at me sometime soon. And hey, if you ain't been hit with a broken Coke bottle glass from a Gatlinburg slingshot, you having a pretty good week. Till next time, y'all guys. We'll see you later.